Hello, and it's been ages since we've done a podcast episode. Ridiculous, right? It's been like three weeks. Uh, hello, I'm Nero, aka Orangeforge, and uh, I'm joined by Hassan, and as usual, because James is a piece of work, he's never here. Uh, <laughs> so we've got uh, a good friend of mine, uh, Vulcan, aka Jake. Hello. Well, I know you were all uh, sick of us, so uh, yeah, we gave you a little break, but we're back. <laughs> we're back. Uh uh, we've got to really get the branding out as well. We're now on, uh, for, for a quick update, we are now on Spotify, and we are now also on Amazon Music. I'm the only person nice. that uses Amazon Music now, but by by popular demand, we've uh, got Spotify working now, so, yeah. And now we, uh, we can also have Jeffrey Bezos listening on our conversations, not that he exactly. wasn't already. Yeah, he that. might. <laughs> oh, I wonder what he'll figure out what we're doing in our rooms at night. Jeffrey, uh, Jeffrey Bezos. I mean, it's it's nah, fine. They won't <laughs> yeah. find about. They won't find out about the ritual blood sacrifice Fridays. Come yeah, on. Yeah. I mean, that's blood, a blood daily occurrence for me. You know, sacrifice some twelve virgins. You know, you never know. Wait, I thought it was just a goof. <laughs> I mean, given right. how much the cat's been enjoying clawing my arm today, oh, plenty of blood sacrifice. All right. So, before we get started, this is our favourite segment, uh, and obviously it's been three weeks, so what is uh, the government up to nowadays? Well, we've got the Tory leadership race, don't we? Oh, so that means they're up to no good, right? As per usual, right, but they're literally actually doing nothing today, because like, uh, what, yeah, I mean, today's episode's called The Last Three Weeks, because the last three weeks haven't done anything the tory party and the personal favorite like topic of mine the rise of esports but like um last three weeks have been something else like i mean uh, rishi sunak and yeah. uh fuck listress right oh yeah you so could com- not have picked the two <laughs> worst mascots if you fucking tried boris was a moron right that- but he he had some charisma to him he was he was <laughs> likable right yeah. Who so, the fuck is Liz Truss? And Rishi Sunak just looks like a cunt. <laughs> so, the, the irony is, right, uh, I was on holiday for two weeks, right? And I guess when I discovered when Boris Johnson resigned, well, I was on the plane. Like, <laughs> you on Turkish Airlines, right, you can you can press the news section. And what, the first thing that came up was uh, British politics. And, uh, oh, Boris Johnson just resigned. Brilliant. Yeah. So me and my dad were just really shocked for like that four-hour flight. He actually that's, did that's it. A, that's the third conservative we've had uh, resign. Well, yeah. Be, Cameron, Sorry, Cameron, Cameron did a smart move. Cameron did a smart move when he resigned. Yeah, yeah. yeah Cameron bailed when he got what he wanted. May, May was a dumbass. Theresa May was really, really stupid. She should not have taken on the role if she wasn't ready for it when she wasn't. Yeah. That basically left Boris Johnson as the only person willing to take the fallout. Mm. And, well, everyone already thought he was an idiot, right? So nothing, nothing's changed there. Nothing new, <laughs> to be fair. So yeah. uh, one thing I kind of really wanted to talk about specifically, just, I'm finding funny Kanara and all right, Kurt, this right. Like, you were saying how, like, these options for leadership are really bad. 
specifically. Like, you got Liz Truss, and then you've got Rishi Sunak, right? Like, I mean, as soon as I saw <laughs> that both their campaigns are just based around them trying to cut taxes, I, 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 I just, I've inwardly died a little bit more. Yeah, like... Like, they're just trying to win the sentiment of the public by going, you'll have to pay less for your taxes, discounting rising inflation. But isn't this where... Literal recession. Exactly, we're in a recession, we're in a cost of living crisis. Before people say, like, oh, it's a buzzword, because we've been in a recession apparently for, like, years or whatever. This is bad. Yeah, it's getting worse. I mean, uh... Ooh, like... And neither of them have offered a solution to at all, or even a potential attempt at finding Well, yeah, a because uh, the whole cut taxing, taxes thing is basically a pa- whole pandering thing to, like, the Tory yeah. voting base. Like, specifically old, white, uh, middle-class, typical Tory voter, let's be real. And the issue is the working-class uh, people Yeah, buy it. They get the spoon, they scoop up that pile of shit and shovel it straight down. Yeah, and that, that pile of shit for some reason tastes really great. It's, it's no. Um, it really uh, well, it's the, so, it's the same sort of thing that happened. Okay, I'm gonna like liken this to. So, Trump cut taxes in America, right? Yeah. People were really happy with him because, like, okay, we, we, we get a bigger paycheck. You know, this is really cool. Yeah, to quote-unquote stimulate the economy. And now, Joe Biden's picked it up. He's had to cut back on the tax cuts, obviously. Yeah. Because tax cuts are not a good way to generate... uh, Move your economy around, basically. Right? And uh, so a lot of people are completely blaming blaming Biden for the American recession, right? Mm, Which, to be fair, he didn't do anything to fix it, and he did make it worse. But it began way before Biden picked it up. I just find the whole irony with like Liz Truss and Rishi Sunak specifically is like as well is they're so how interlinked they are to the previous administration. Like any credibility that Rishi Sunak had, it basically got destroyed with the cost of living crisis. Uh, I mean, he was Wait, only I will, popular I will because say of trust the did say, yeah. Trust did say Boris would not be in her cabinet ever. Yeah, but they both said that though. To be fair, like Rishi said that afterwards though, which makes me feel like yeah. He, he only said that because everyone else was looking like, gone, Rishi. I mean, there. it's like picking between the devil and, I don't know, <laughs> what's mate. that? Name a Daedric Prince from, like, Skyrim or something. That's, that's basically Liz Truss. If we're, like... if, we're going, if we're going Daedric Princes, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like picking between Molag Val. Exactly! Exactly! Or Valakaf. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's, it's, oh, man, it's just, <laughs> this leadership election is just something else. It's just such a massive joke, though, like, you get evil, and slightly uh, more evil. <laughs> no, no, like... no, 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 it's not even, it's not even slightly, slightly more evil or slightly less evil. Chaotic evil, evil. yeah. You have evil, then you have the goofier-looking evil. <laughs> yeah. It's such a, this country's such a joke, I don't understand. Oh, uh, I mean, I don't know if you saw the interview where Rishi was to like there were he was getting. I forget who was interviewing him, right? It was one mm-hmm. of the big free like news stations there. Yeah, and like he was talking about having uh, working class friends, and oh my god, the way he oh, talked about god. it, I was like, bro, you do not have working class friends. <laughs> yeah, you don't. All my best friends are working no, class. A, no one brags about it. B, yeah. you don't talk about them like that if you do. <laughs> These exactly. people are so out of touch, man. 
Like, yeah. uh, it's not really a selling point to people no. anymore. Uh, I am friends with working class people. They don't believe you anyway, don't, but what's don't, the point? Do not get me started on this trust. It, oh my god. Yeah, I, I lived through the whole bad education thing, you know, in the, the 70s. Uh, also... With how much of your parents' money? Shut the fuck up, bitch. No, no, the, the irony is, right, she was saying how bad public education was. Guess, guess who was running the country at the time? And she, someone she looks up to. Margaret Thatcher. Like, how much irony do you need? Like, yeah, public you schools know. suck. Did you go to a public school? No. How the fuck do you know that? But she's trying to market herself as saying she, she's gone to a public school. Like... I'm not sure if he actually has, but like I doubt it. I, this is the Tories there's no about. way. She's she's a member of the Tories, man. I I will say props to her if she has, right? And I'll happily walk back my statement about it, right? But nah, yeah. no way. I'll buy so, it. Jake, what, what's your takeaway from all this? Before we basically just leave you out for like twenty more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like like so, I, I've barely been paying attention to this. So. I, I, I've been paying attention to uh, politics for quite a while now. Oh, until, yeah. <laughs> until COVID, because everything just seems like a complete shit show. Nobody knows what's going on. It's a complete yes. disconnect, disconnect between the government and what's going on with the normal people. Thank you. Like I, I, I think it's like purpose, a layman though. situation. Yeah. Like I think it's it on purpose. Like. They fully know what's going on. They're just choosing not to acknowledge it, right? Because mm. like fucking hell, dude, shit was really hard on working class people. Like, fully. It's just the yeah. fact that, that we got here was because of what? Wasn't it Boris Johnson literally uh, hired a sex pest to be, like, the chief whip of the Tory party? And it turns out he's been, like, groping, like, Tory members or whatever in, like, a private club in, like, London somewhere. Like, oh, for it's years. It's how filthy well. the Tories have to get, like, you know, if you know what I mean. It's just... It the problem is Labour is terrible opposition at the moment. That's yeah. the issue. Yeah. People will keep voting Tory no matter how degenerate they get if Labour cannot put up a good opposition. And I mean, I'm like, you know, I'm Labour till I die. You know what I mean? Unironically, because I... Well, like, yeah. you get what I mean, like, even yeah, with yeah. that in mind. Yeah. I know. I, I just... I feel like Kirstarmer, for some reason, he hasn't got the imaging of Labour right. I mean... I, I completely disagree with him uh, kicking out members of the cabinet specifically that go visit, like, strikes, for example. Like, I'm in complete opposition to that, personally. It's one of those, he's trying very hard to shift from quote-unquote extremist views in his party, right? Yeah. And by well, extremist views, era, he means... Yeah. yeah, he just means stuff that isn't towing the line, basically. Yeah. Uh, what Labour's promising is everything staying the exact same as it already is. Yeah. And that's not good enough. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah. You need to offer some change. Yeah. Some change, right? And if you can't, that's like bare minimum bar you have to clear, right? If you can't yeah. do that, then what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I think, yeah. I mean, I get why he's focusing specifically on that, the economy and like all these areas that have been like public services, because obviously they've been neglected. Let's be real. It's the Tories we're talking about, but like nothing new to be fair. Like, yeah. yeah, I know. It's just the issue that Lab has is trying to get away from the image of Corbyn. And, uh, yeah, at the same time, it's trying to take a new direction that isn't, like, the Tony Blair right wing of the Labour Party. Yeah. Uh, for a context, the best way I can explain this for people that are not really into politics is, well, obviously, for, like, any party is the kind of big tent. So you got 
different factions fighting for power within each. So Corbyn was like really left to the Labour Party, quote unquote socialist, I guess. Uh, Kistama markets himself like as mid ground. Yeah. It's only the Americans that were calling him a fucking yeah. socialist, lol. And then they'll call him more socialist, but yeah. And then Tony Blair's like the right wing of, you know, the Labour Party, like New Labour and all that. But yeah. It's just, yeah, Labour's in a really weird spot at the moment. It's not exactly great either. They, they kind of advertise themselves as an alternative to, conser- uh, to the Conservatives. Yeah. But again, hey guys, hey guys, we're no longer I half the working class. Were just were a thing. <laughs> yeah. Remember when the Lib Dems were a thing? I fucking don't. <laughs> uh, I remember the Lib Dems, Lib Dems propped up the Tories, yeah, in 2010. Yeah, that was great fun. <sighs> Where have uh, they gone now? What, what worries me, though, is the Lib Dems are actually doing somewhat well. And what worries me well. is if, if Labour, like... Can't form a government. Well, guess who we're going to be forced to do, like, supplying confidence or, like, a coalition with the Lib Dems, so. I mean, value-wise, we're quite similar, but, like, I, I don't know. I, I don't feel comfortable working with the Lib Dems, personally, as a Labour... Tories are a wall at the moment, a crumbling, decrepit wall, but a wall that's still stands. Yeah. It's literally like a decrepit corpse that you find in, like, uh... It needs that final push, <laughs> but they just won't fall down. <laughs> yeah, it's like a decrepit corpse you can like poke with a stick but we're not really doing anything like that person with the stick's not doing anything yeah that's the issue yeah yeah so yeah that that's pretty much a summary of politics it's just a mess at the moment yeah <laughs> it's just it's something else to be fair i mean personally i've enjoyed the last three weeks uh been on holiday it's been great uh Went to my dad's hometown in the Philippines, and uh, yeah, I've been learning about my family and uh, my country, I guess, and heritage. Like, I don't know. I, I just find the, the whole concept of the Philippines fascinating anyway. Hello? Nice. Oh, I thought you all died for some reason. No, no, no. Fucking... Oh. Stuck fussing the cat. <laughs> oh, right. But, I don't know. Did you ever know there are 187 different languages in the Philippines? Like. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's why my mom can't understand when my dad speaks this language called Ilonga. And then, uh, yeah. It's just fascinating. And it, yeah. It turns out. I mean, I don't know why this doesn't surprise anyone. I am Filipino. Like, my heritage is basically I am part Spanish, part Malaysian, part Chinese. Like, I don't understand how this doesn't surprise anyone. Like, <laughs> genuinely. But yeah, I know. Two-week holiday. I'd say it was really pretty good. Uh, what you guys been up to? Well, I basically just died from, like, getting bitten by mosquitoes. MLT mild for me, honestly. Not been up to much at all last couple of weeks. I mean, uh, Sky we were all drinking last night. We got <laughs> fucking hammered. I got uh, a picture of that somewhere. I might actually post it on Instagram as well. That was pretty funny. <laughs> I did. I just see that in general. That was brilliant. Yeah. Oh my god! Right. We were just trying to scare the shit out of Josh when he came back. If you <laughs> oh, want to. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Wiping up to Jake, just slaving away at work per usual, I guess. I just wanted to off myself for another walk, walk in those doors. I mean, you work in a warehouse, though. Like, it's not exactly the most mentally fun thing, is it? Like, yeah, that's why I always ask for half days. And why I'm quitting <laughs> just to go to the union center. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, we could just talk about how awful your workplace is for, for, like, the next 15 minutes, to be fair. I would rather not talk about my work. Really? Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a warehouse. It's, the only reason you, you you literally work there is because you're cheaper than a robot. Yeah. <laughs> it's nothing new, to be fair. Like, mate, we 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 were doing such a pointless fucking job. We we're just flicking through books all day, and I just looked at the manager and said, "Can I just go home?" Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, from what I've heard about working at warehouse, it's not exactly fun, is it? Like... Well, the, well, the fun thing is, is usually as in a warehouse, you you get slightly more money than people in supermarkets because there's a lot of things Not in anymore. a warehouse that can injure you. Like a pallet could fall on your foot, things mm. could fall from the uh, scaffolding. Yeah, not not at that, not my place. Surprisingly, we actually get paid less than supermarket. Uh, from well, I get paid. I work at Sainsbury's. That doesn't sound legal, my man. <laughs> Yeah, I'm on like nine something now. It's fucking shit, but I'm really good with saving my money. Um, oh, trust me, I'm kind of broke at the moment. I basically asked a friend if he could build a PC. So, uh, kind of only on like £100 for the rest of the month now. <laughs> yeah. Again, it's why every time someone from work, like, they're going to be inviting me out. They're trying to do the most cheapest thing possible with me now. I say that, though, but I spent, like, 40 quid on, like, bowling tickets, and we could have got it for free. <coughs> Mr. Driscoll, uh, shout out. I hate the fact that we could have literally done bowling for free, but you didn't mention uh, that your friend works there. Oh, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, free bowling, that sounds like a good time. Miko, let's go bowling. Well, yeah. It's the funny thing is, both Olivia and Jake know people that work in Hollywood Bowl, like both in Wigan and Bolton. Well, we could have done it for free, but no, no, no. I, I'm the one that has to pay for the tickets and book it and everything, because, you know, I'll just offer myself in the corner now. I feel like you, Jake. It's just misery. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I know that feeling I went yesterday. <laughs> Got my ass kicked. Speaking of uh, money, has James given your money back? Fucking asshole. Oh, no, he... Oh, no, he hasn't. Well, he said I was going to get it back. Let me just look on my phone. All right. Doesn't he only, like, got 180 quid? Yeah, 180 pounds. And he oh. said, oh, if you give me this 50 pound note, I'll get, you, I'll give you your money next Friday. I was like, but okay, fair enough. You, you did, didn't you Come say something that, like that he, won't pay, he won't pay you back on the basis that you keep pestering about money? Is this from Matthew, though, right? I'm I'm not hundred percent sure. Matthew said something like that. Oh god. But I, I think Matthew like loaded for like a ten or something. Right. And Again. Yeah, so that's a lot that's easier to swallow for him. So what we've learnt from this situation is you do not give the Brexit boon a money whatsoever. <laughs> that, that's he's in a bad he's in a bad position. So I oh. I can't I can't have avoided him too much, but yeah, I don't yeah. want to give him any more money. Cat, <laughs> can you stop trying to kill yourself, please? Thank you. Cat? Can we look or at Cat, please? Can you not eat my wires either? Cat? Cat? Can we look at Cat? Can Wait. we look at Cat on webcam again? I'd love to, but I'm currently oh. fighting him to the death. Oh, right. 
so Close you are, you are right before if we started recording right the, the cat was on his keyboard uh hassan disappeared uh it turns out you pressed the refresh key for disc reset key on discord and uh yeah stopped attacking me this we is asked good. if he's beating the crap at the cat but he wasn't now he is so yeah Good. No, 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 no. He, he, I'm fighting a raid boss, the claws of mayhem. That's oh, right, 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 yeah, yeah. Malong Ball. <laughs> yeah, I'm, gonna look, I'm about to look like a 14-year-old white girl very soon. <laughs> <laughs> Got a barcode oh. on my wrist, love mm. Oh, God. I've ever told you guys that my... I, me and my dad missed our flight from Istanbul to Manila, so we were stuck in, like, Istanbul airport for an entire day. Have I mentioned this? I'm not sure. You mentioned you were there. Was it, like, four hours you were waiting around Istanbul? Oh, no, no, no. It's not, like, four. It's more, like, eight to twelve hours. Like, Jeez. Yeah. Did you not go out and explore Istanbul? No, we stayed in the airport, because why we want to leave? We had to go through immigration again as well, like, it's, it's it's painful. Cat, I mean this in the nicest way. <laughs> okay, good. Cat. If you're staying in Istanbul for a day, it does sound like a good time. Oh, you yeah. sneaky motherfucker! You can't have the straw. You keep trying to eat it. I mean, I've heard people say it's good. It's just I don't know. I I would like to go explore. To be fair, like in Istanbul, but like I don't know, not my type of place. I guess I don't know. Hmm. I mean, I. Mean, yeah. This was the place that I'd visit, but I'd definitely love to visit Turkey and explore all the ancient sites. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like the Byzantine sites. <laughs> they really all, all, don't all like white people, people, though, so keep that in mind. Is this from personal experience, or...? Oh, no, I, 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 I just know. Uh, they really don't like white people in there. Yeah. So, like, stay in the touristy areas if you're planning it, because Turkey's not a nice place to visit, unfortunately, as far as, like... Yeah, that's my main issue as well, it's like a farm. Yeah. yeah, and, like, those kind of places always look down on you like that. I mean, you know, I'm not white myself, but, like, you know, if you're a foreigner anyway, they'll try and scam you. Yeah. I mean, that's everywhere, though. Honestly, I yeah. wasn't even talking about that. But, yeah, man, jeez. Ugh. <sighs> How long has it been now with this recording? It's only been 22 minutes. Oh, God. Uh, what else is there to talk about? <laughs> I could have made the topics a bit more broad, to be fair. But like, I don't know. Talk about how uh, esports become a lot more mainstream. Oh, right, yeah. I, I know yeah, you mentioned... We I know you touched on that yet. I know you mentioned that before, but... Well, I was in Sports Direct the other day, mm. uh, looking, you know, I'm a bit of fun with the sales, I'm buying myself some new stuff. And they now sell eSports tops. Oh, is this there. in, what, Puma? This is in Sports Direct. What team? Oh, really? I'm curious. Uh, uh, I can Google it. I swear I saw O2, I think that's one. O2? Oh. Well, I... Uh... Oh, this will be an Instagram anyway, but uh, what I'm um, currently on the moment wearing, uh, I got a very, uh, gosh. If I click on all sports, it's, it's actually there now. 
so at the moment I got a new limited edition jersey uh, from Fnatic because let's be real I will keep shilling them until I die but yeah basically yeah. <laughs> I know the Fnatic just hit their 18th birthday like it's a pretty old org now like and I know one thing I've noticed oh. as being a fan is like it became started to become more mainstream around like 2017 when we're getting like very mainstream brands into like uh esports if that makes sense like this is when we had like Australis and all that like uh, getting sponsored by like Audi it's like I don't know very interesting personally like uh we're starting to realize now people are starting are starting to see as like esports as an actual potential career path like there's been points where I've considered going pro in like a video game, but like, yeah, it, it's just just difficult to be fair. For a while, I think I don't think that's a very recent development. Like, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I know last few years, like, uh, you've definitely got people going like, uh, like uh, the, if you want to like live your life just playing games and stuff, you go you know, down two paths. You got streaming and you got pro player. Yeah. I mean, hell, there's even uh, teams like uh, uh, some teams now, like G2 Esports. Speaking of which, you were asking what jerseys are available on Sports Direct. There's oh. a G2 2020 jersey. There's uh, Immortals, uh, Virtus Pro, uh, Astralis. Like, yeah, it's pretty. Like the way esports has come now, it's like it's come a long way. As someone who's been like a fan from like 2015, like we've come a long way, like genuinely. I mean, you're talking like 2015. It was like it was very different from now. Like yeah, I remember, yeah, you go definitely. back and watch some of the like 2011, 2012 esports clips, dude. It's <laughs> yeah. like those tournaments you had in high school with your friends, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I started watching for now. Like, like yeah. fucking. Uh, so I'll use League of Legends as an example. They, yeah. they, like there was no official like tournament game mode for a while, so people used to like have tournaments and, like custom games. <laughs> Right. But yeah. Obviously, once uh, you know all the big companies started getting involved, like SKT, they did have a proper tournament, right? But they didn't yeah. have any software for it. SK is massive now. Like, to be fair, all the orgs, like if we look at to be now, fair, I think SKT was huge even before uh, the pro. Well, yeah. The the Olympic. thing the weird thing about Korea though is like esports has always kind of been massive there. There, like yeah. I mean, like literally, Faker is their most famous person. <laughs> yeah. There's a reason, like he does Dior ads for fuck's sake, man. There's a reason why they've done a collaboration with like what? What's that K-pop band called? What BTS? Yeah, like. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do for a living, uh, Faker? Oh, I'm a I'm a League of Legends pro. Oh, cool. What do you do, BTS? Oh, uh, we're a bo- we're just a K-pop band. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. I mean, we're getting to that point he now, I guess. Literally in the more famous than BTS in North, yeah. Korea, North Korea, South Korea, about. Yeah, like, if you mention faking anywhere on the street in, like, Korea, Korea. yeah. They know who he is, yeah. But they're about big there, Yeah. No, no, it's, not, it's not the whole team. It is just Faker. Faker, yeah. He's, like, yeah. Oh. Just because, like, he's, like, what, in his 40s, though, right? Mm. Or am I getting that wrong? Let me check. Hell, Ooh. I remember, like, 20... Fucking hell, nah, he's only 26 years old, what? I think so, this guy's not his voice. <laughs> I, I was exaggerating a bit, I thought he was 30s at least, to be fair. 
I remember in like 2019, 2020, when I got excited by like mainstream brands coming into esports. Like, I know. Uh, weirdly, I've been always been like a massive car person because, like, you know, when I grew up, I was watching like Top Gear every night with my dad. Like, yeah, and we both love like BMW as a brand. And like, for me, when I I was really surprised when I discovered like Fnatic were being sponsored like BMW and like you know mainstream brands. Like, it was a massive step for like esports at the time. But like, I know it's just become the norm now, I guess. As well, like the amount of financial backing that orgs are getting from like massive, like non-niche uh, companies now is massive. Like, I remember when, like, what was it? Uh, what's that car brand? Uh, uh, chair brand called uh, HyperX. I remember when that was like every like team was sponsored by them. Like, now we're getting sponsored by like uh, God knows Red Bull. I mean, Logitech's still pretty niche. Uh, Monster Energy, uh, yeah. ASOS, weirdly, yeah. Uh, something else. I mean, I guess for me, esports has grown with me. <laughs> yeah. Not sure what else to take away from that, but like, yeah. Um, so Short what? Do you feel like kind of like possessive of it in a way? I know. For me, I've. I've always been a weird outsider, like, I've never necessarily been into mainstream sports, personally, like, I know, yeah, I, I've grown up being a gamer, like, so, yeah. for me, sports is something really close to me, genuinely. Yeah, it's like tied to that identity, almost, right? Yeah, it, it, it for me, it is part of my identity as a person, like, uh, yeah, and for me, growing up in an era where esports was seen as, like, weird and unusual at the time, it, it, it's something special to me now, like seeing it grow. Yeah, and it, for me, it's beautiful. Like, yeah. Because no, I know, I know there are like a small faucet of people who aren't happy at how big esports has gotten now. Well, they're they cringe. So small time. Yeah, I mean, there's some merit to be had in that, though, right? Because once you start getting companies involved, it just starts feeling a little like a business, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. Because I'm sure back when we started like football tournaments and stuff, and that shit was still real small time. Mm. That's that, that's that community sense going on, right? And if you look back at like football, or should I say soccer for any Americans watching, <laughs> uh, you look at those like uh, tournaments now, like the World Cup and shit, or like the UEFA League and stuff like that, yeah. right? Like it, it it just feels artificial. It's a business. There's no like you don't have any of the like small club rivalries or anything, right? Mm, yeah. Like unless you're watching like fucking Bolton Wanderers for some asinine reason. <laughs> Like, I think I wouldn't like it if we lost this, like, like, fucking, a lot of esports teams, like, have memes where they, like, you know, make fun of each other and stuff, and that, like, well, yeah. like, like, talk like, shit kind of game away, right? G2 and Fnatic is a massive, like, rivalry. Like, I've, co yeah. I've compared it to United and City, like, as a comparison. Like, that's how big it is in the esports world, genuinely. Uh, but I don't want it, I don't want it to ever boil down to just like tribalism you know? yeah yeah because that that's the problem with the united and city one right it's literally mm. just completely artificial now because like are they pretty much owned by the same group of people for fuck's sake i think they're both owned by foreign investors yeah it's why my dad was kind of angry when like united was sold to like the glazers family like yeah yeah that was a big thing as well like yeah 
Off topic as well, weirdly. Like, it, there's a lot of weird things that used to be very niche and now becoming more mainstream, I guess. Like, to be I mean, fair, yeah. anything made mainstream by Stranger Things will be forgotten in a month. <laughs> as good as the dragons. show is, as good as the show is, right? Yeah, it, it's, yeah. it'll spark that little interest. People go into it and just go, you know what? I'm not a fan. Which, fair enough, right? Yeah. But like, like I don't know. That's why I'm trying to I, get with some friends to work into the D. Specifically, as a giga nerd, yeah, you have like. So as I'm, I'm usually a dungeon master, right? I'm the one who makes the world that the people play in, right? Mm. If people don't give me minimum effort, I'm going to be very annoyed. And what a lot of players to begin with don't understand is how much effort you have to put in yeah. is equivalent to how much effort the DM is willing to put back out. If I put in zero effort, your players are going to put in zero effort and vice versa. If all my mm. players can't be asked making a character or put bare minimum copy-paste stuff, I'm yeah. just going to be like, all right, fine, rocks fall, you all die. To be like, fair, that's me, like... I'm just pretty stupid after, though when it comes to like remembering like anything on my character sheet to be fair. I'm gonna be honest, ass. No no no, like, no 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 no. Ascribe not to malice that which can be ascribed to stupidity, right? <laughs> I'm not gonna harp on about yeah. someone forgetting something or being an idiot, but like at least put in the effort first, you know. Yeah, but I, I like yeah. I guess for me like you like it when I immerse myself in the world and I I was, I like You're quite I good at that. Yeah. Because yeah. cause for me, like, growing up playing, like, Skyrim or, like, The Witcher, like, I've, I love endorsing myself in, like, fantasy universes, personally. Like, Lord of the Rings was massive for me when I grew up, like, so... Oh, yeah. Lord of the Rings is just... Exactly. Tolkien was a genius. Exactly. Like, so, like, for me, getting into d d is, is unique, because it's like, it's like playing Skyrim, but... You, to, you have more control over the universe. Like, your just actions actually have consequences. Just to segue a little bit, like, even more, go on even more of a tangent, like that Skyrim thing I've been talking about with yeah. people, right? It's, so, yeah. Like, I've Skyrim discovered people from work. Game. Skyrim is a single-player game. But yeah. Th- and there was a multiplayer mod in development that had a lot of issues. Mm. They've gone back and remastered that mod. So what me and a few friends have been discussing is what if we, like... Hardcore roleplay that you know, oh. and we've been going through our mod list. We've been like ascribing mm. roles and such, to, you know, deciding what paths the characters will go down. Yeah, and like adding a lot of mods to up the difficulty and make it more RPG like. Because yeah. my issue with Skyrim was that it's, it claimed yeah. to be an RPG. It's a sandbox. It's yeah. not an yeah. RPG. <laughs> Genuine. Yeah, I was about to say that. Like, it feels very sandboxy. Yeah, but you but like, can add. Yeah. With, so you can a lot of like player-made mods really create that RPG experience in the game. Have you ever played Skyrim, Jake? Uh, Jake. That's probably one of the biggest games I've never played. You're missing out. To, to <laughs> be fair, now. to be fair, base game Skyrim, if you're just playing Skyrim on its own, it is fucking awful. <laughs> I, I say that now, I'm literally just playing base game Skyrim at if the moment. you just play like... base game Skyrim, I'm going to be honest... For the time, it was revolutionary, but if you're playing it now, it is god awful. <laughs> I mean, for me, that like genuinely though, this is like only my my third playthrough of Skyrim. Like, so, right, right. I'm talking yeah. like from someone who's a it's played the game three hundred times, and just a if you're someone like Jake, right, you've never picked up the game. Mm. I wouldn't play it vanilla. I mm. would get some mods, some mods to make yeah. it better. But that like, again, that's you. People have to put in that effort, and if 
you you know you're not gonna enjoy the game despite how much effort you put into it. Yeah. Why waste the time? Yeah. If some yeah. people don't like that kind of game. That's fine. I guess I think you're entitled to also include Skyrim. I think. Kidding. But uh, yeah, you can you can not enjoy some stuff. Like uh, I know a lot of people didn't gel with Fallout as well, and that's a title Bethesda's had for the same amount of time they've had Elder Scrolls, right? Um. Mm. Skyrim managed to get a lot more like a wider audience into the game, but a lot of the hardcore fans are unhappy with how much of it was stripped away to make it simpler, right? Mm. Yeah. I'm gonna quickly change the title for this episode. It's now gonna be this <laughs> <laughs> problem solved. Boom! We we've, uh, we've like, achieved so, uh, I mean, parity. And like the games evolved from so like Morrowind used like a D and D system. Yeah. Every everything you did, uh, a dice was rolled to see if it actually happened, right? Mm. And Oblivion shifted away from that a little bit and yeah. removed the dice roll because honestly. <laughs> You have, like, Morotards who cannot put down the fucking rose-tinted glasses and say that was a shit system. Because yeah. that yeah, game yeah. was awful a weird bunch, to play. To that game was awful to play, like, gameplay-wise. For the time, it was good. A mm. lot of people forget for the time. Yeah. But like, I, I guess Skyrim was, like... It, it, improved on what Oblivion was going for, I guess? For 2011, yeah. Skyrim was amazing. Yeah, it was, like, for the time. It was. Yeah. It wasn't Brilliant. top of the line, but it did. A lo- it wasn't top of the line because there were games with much better like graphical quality, a lot better yeah. like, stories and stuff out at the time. It's just Skyrim did everything to a mediocre degree, mm. and that caught a lot of people's eye, right? You yeah. Know, quite free to do whatever I mean, the fuck I- you want, and Bethesda's open modding policy... Only added to that, right? I mean, I'm a big fan of the Elder Scrolls anyway. Like, the way you can immerse yourself in that universe. It's unusual, like, because you have to do it through books, I guess. But, like, the lore is massive. On the off chance anyone wants to actually get into the Elder Scrolls lore, (laughs) please read the Michael Kirkbride stuff. Where else do you get Pelinal Whitestrake, a holy crusader being a cyborg from the future traveling back in the time to kill elves? <laughs> that is a real, a oh. real plotline that that motherfucker wrote. <laughs> and that's like, that's like a basic funny of Michael Kirkman. That's not even the dumbest shit he's written. I'm not gonna say much else just in case, oh. but like. Holy shit, Elder Scrolls yeah. lore is a meme. <laughs> it's something else. Like, I I remember, didn't I make the joke saying that the dragons are technically wyverns with like a very stereotypical nerd voice? That was funny. I remember that. <laughs> it's actually wyverns. It's actually wyverns. Because... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Let, let me, me and the boys on our way to gatekeep fantasy creatures. <laughs> fantasy Let's creatures, go. Yeah. <laughs> Gaslight gatekeep go, boss. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Jake, like, yeah, yeah. Try Skyrim, man. Like, honestly, it's something. Oh, you, you know what? I'll give it a go. Give yeah. it a go. Yeah. Honestly. If you don't like it, you won't like it. That's fine, yeah. man. Yeah. And then but just try The Witcher instead. Like, <laughs> which two and three, no one. Like, Still have it downloaded. Oh. I'd, I'd play Witcher Free just flat, honestly. Yeah. Mm. You're like, you don't even the money. It's that good. Like... Witcher 2 is a game I'd go back and play after you finished Free if, you've oh not, my if you're God, not really into the game. series. I still need to do the Roach, like, 
quest side, I guess. No, not yeah, Roach. Uh, the elf. Can't remember his name. Oh, Yova. Yeah. 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 Because the Scoyatel. Oh my God, I I just love the Witch and like and the Elder Scrolls. Like, I, as you can tell, like Mr. Audience, people in the audience, I love fantasy. Like, oh, it's brilliant. Hey, I love writing it. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I wish we could revisit Morning Shadow though. Like, I love that universe that yours has. It's brilliant. And hey, I die. We could load up another campaign of it whenever the fuck we want. Yes. I have everything written down. <laughs> oh, like, uh, the the amount of right people need to understand. Like D and D is like it's more than just like fighting creatures and all that. The amount of funny encounters you can have is brilliant. Oh my god. Um, so hold isn't it on, amazing pull... the sky? You literally gave us amazing the sky. It's like <laughs> you oh never did figure out what it was for either. Yeah, you didn't. That's the funny part. It's like a labyrinth in the sky. It was quote unquote for t- testing reasons. Yeah. Okay. So, so there is a uh, table that you can roll the dice, right? And it's to determine. Uh, so, if your mm-hmm. character gets drinks enough alcohol to get drunk, right? Yeah. You roll a d100 on the carousing table. So let me just pick a random number. Let's. Is this what I was in the room? And there was just like a, some wine or whatever on the table. And I only had like one glass and went to sleep. Like. Right, right, right. So, 67. You wake up in a nobleman's barn. You are wearing a saddle and there are whip marks on your oh buttocks. Oh, my. D10 GP oh, Ranger. No. Oh, no. Or, like, uh. Fucking hell, uh. Hold mm. on one sec. Let me let me find another funny one. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's like the one where you wake up in, in a room and there's like a pentagram drawn on the floor and like oh, a, some dark ritual remnants and just in the middle of the pentagram is a beautiful sandwich and it's the best sandwich <laughs> you've ever, <laughs> you've ever seen. And on the left on the other table is a contract for your soul. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, uh, oh. you, you know, some interesting stuff that you can do, right? Even just yeah. outside of combat, right? The amazing bull crap of D and D—it's brilliant. Like, yeah. Again, it's about if you, you're not going to enjoy D and D if you don't immerse yourself. Like, it's why I'm saying if you do play like RPG games, you'll love D and D. What like, I will say as a DM, though, I most good DMs would tend to tailor their campaigns around their party's strength. Mm. If I know that my yeah. party enjoys more combat, I will put more combat in encounters, right? Yeah. If my party enjoys avoiding combat and, you know, doing more political stuff, I'll create Us. situations where Us. they can put that to the test, right? <laughs> the issue is, you guys are a good mix of the two, right? So yeah. I have to keep the combat guys happy and I have to keep the, you know, political mm. intrigue guys happy. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's oh, fine balance you gotta tread sometimes, but like if it's like sliding one way or the other, I can just pick one. Yeah. But, oh God, I just oh my God, like oh. any games you've been playing at the moment, Jake? Like out of curiosity, well, I've been gone for like three weeks. Uh, well, I've been on holiday for two weeks and this week. Oh. I remember. I think the last time I, ha- I played anything was that game of Valorant with you. Really? Yep. Oh. Well, yeah. <laughs> God. 
I'm, yeah. Riot, Riot Games, oh, God, kill me. Rito James. Rito James, yeah. Yeah. I know, Wait, I just, I'm at that point where I'm getting very angry just playing League or Valorant now. Or just get very mentally drained. I think you yeah. just need to stop taking it so seriously, man. Like, yeah. you yeah. won't learn if you take the game too seriously off the bat. Hmm. Like, fuck around if you died. Like, think of it like, okay, well, I know what not to do next time, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, um, I was gonna be honest, I was practicing Akali, right? I wanted to test the normal build, got kind of shit on. Yeah, uh, yeah. Went back to the drawing board, tried the AD build, and I had a lot of fun with it. So, you know. Mm. Like, you've got to... You've really got to, like... Find your niche, basically. So, and the way mm. you do that is by just playing a lot of games. Yeah. Mm. Like for me, I know I'm like specifically like Valorant. Specifically, I know I'm like I'm the frag heavy type person. Sometimes depends. Like I don't like doing the support role. I guess. Like, I'm pretty sure Jake can like comprehend the amount of times I've killed someone with like a sniper rifle or something on with chamber. Oh, all the time. yeah. And then League, it's just. <laughs> mid lane because it's the easiest lane to learn i guess with like wave management i guess but like i guess for me for league i still haven't found my perfect champion yet i don't know like, i i enjoy playing twisted fate it's just like the meta shifting i'm noticing now like he doesn't really fit in yeah I what know. i will say for that is uh issue is a lot of uh, the people we play with all play the exact same role i can play mm -hmm anywhere yeah. so this doesn't really count me but a lot of the people we know play support yeah a lot of the people we know play support and that causes quite a few issues when we're deciding picks and that right yeah like because i'll usually be like you know stand up guy and just blur out the jungle I mean, fight it's the easiest role it. though in league like you don't have to think about wave management because yeah. that's it on your ad you issue get, is yeah. The issue is, support is harder than jungle, right? Mm. Jungle is by far the easiest role. Reason yes. being, jungle is entirely decision-making. You don't have to trade with your opponent. There's no test yes. of mechanical skill there. Mm. It's right? more about pathing, yeah. It's about pathing. It's a decision-making. Now, yeah. because to get your decision-making yeah. is shit, does not mean jungle is a hard role. Yeah. It just yeah. means you haven't had the experience to pick. It's like, let's say, when's the best time to gank mid lane? Is it now or not? Or is it later? So, for example, you, like, I could. Because oh, I'm an idiot playing mid lane. Usually I'll, I'll spend all my mana, like, in, like. Well, you know that game? To be that fair. game where I was playing Sergiori and I kept ganking that Zoe. Yeah, yeah. That's a perfect example of I've identified the fact that she mm. perma pushes and for no extends, reason, yeah. Right? So, you saw, I came from every which way ganking her. I didn't come the same way twice because I've identified, okay, she's warded that, right? Yeah. So how about I come all the way the fuck around this way, right? Mm. Won't see me, and because it's mid lane, I don't have to go out of my way to change my pathing, right? Yeah, yeah. Or like, if you've seen me do this plenty of times, right? Mm. If I've been pathing top side, so I've been clearing my camps bot side first, then top side mm. into a gank. If I need to go help a bot side, I'll reverse that yeah i'll go i'll go bot side gank reset cl start clearing my camps top side down yeah and then work your way downwards yeah yeah 
like it, it's mm. a lot of like decision making and macro decisions right yeah so if, uh, that's right, just an uh, issue for uh, me as, as well playing like mid lane ma- it's like i need to figure out decisions. when to gank perfectly like mid lane is a lot of micro decisions though top yeah. lane and jungle have the most macro by mm. far mid lane is very much how good your micro is if you yeah. can beat your opponent you've won mid lane right yeah, I guess why as well. When I get, whenever me and Jake, I guess or like anyone plays Valorant, I'm, I know for some reason I'm always putting like this IGL role or strat calling for some reason. Everyone does it to me specifically for some reason. But like, I know, I guess I just get very tilted because like, I I try and come up with a strategy to win the round, and then it, when it doesn't work, I just get very stra- frustrated. So I don't really know what to do. But like, I know. You've played, you played Valorant with me a few times, right? You you saw what I'm like, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Just basic strategy, right? I'll make shot calls, right? They're, yeah. they're not like the best shot calls, but if like we're all like stood here deciding what the fuck to do, I'm like, um, yeah. okay, we've been 80 times. You guys want to go see? Yeah. <laughs> or go B, yeah. Yeah, go B. Or like, you know, we could go, yeah. uh, let's switch direct. Let's split push C through like garage and long. On, like, yeah, or like uh, Haven, go, for example. Yeah. Or mid through to A, you know? Yeah. Like, mm. Yeah. That's the thing, right? A lot of people are too scared to, like, fuck up doing stuff like that. Whereas yeah. I'm just like, alright, let's go. If I fuck up, hey, yeah. I fucked up. I know what not to do next time. <laughs> I guess for me as well, when, like, strat calling as well, I feel a bit bad when it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. you, need, you need to think about it like this. Unless you're in an ultra giga pro league game where you've got thousands upon thousands of dollars in life. Does it matter? No, yeah. Does it matter? Yeah. It's my esports side coming out again, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It is. you, you and Laura have the same issue. You're both incredibly competitive, right? And when yeah. you lose the round or you're not doing too you well, get very you'll, tilted. Yeah. you'll get tilted and you'll just be really sad the rest of the day. And I'm, I, I don't understand that yeah. anymore. Because I used to be quite competitive on CS, right? Gold yeah. no, was not a bad rank to play. I mean, this is what happens rank. when you play games like Rainbow Six Siege. Just kills but like, inside. that was like an age ago, right? I yeah. play like single player games mostly now. And yeah, yeah. It reflects, right? I like winning. I'm not going to be that person to go, oh, well, you know what? All that matters. No, winning's fucking fun, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. The dopamine <laughs> from winning's brilliant. <laughs> okay, like, yeah. I'm pretty sure Jake can say, like, winning's fucking brilliant shit, man. But, like, like yeah. unless it's because I've made a mistake or, like, a te- like, so I fucked up myself or my team's purposely running it down, I'm not too not plus. If the enemy team's just yeah, better yeah. than me, they're just better than me. Be like that sometimes, right? <laughs> yeah. And I think you've got to take that mentality with a lot of these games, otherwise you'll just end up giga-tilted running it down for, like, you'll just be rage-queuing, dude. Yeah, yeah, and that's just bad and you never well. want to be rage-queuing, ever. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Jake can elaborate, like, there was that video of me just playing Chamber getting really tilted, like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, you were making yeah, you a lot of stupid mistakes, like, if you go, like, I bet you going back watching that, you're like, what the fuck was I doing? <laughs> yeah, like, I could have just technically just said, used my microphone, actually said, why don't we do this, like, but I know, I was keeping to myself at the time, I guess, like, first yeah, going yeah, back yeah, for like... Valorant, it's like, yeah. I was yeah. just vibing. <laughs> he was, <laughs> yeah. I my first game in, like, a month and a bit. <laughs> I mean, Jake, Jake can elaborate. Every time, like, he plays Breach, I try and tell him what to do so he can make a play off whatever his utility You is. should do what I do. If I'm insulting somebody, I'll do it in uh, in my Discord with my open mic off, and then I'll just give shot calls like a really nice person with my gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
like I have just called it in several different fucking uh, <laughs> horrible insults about his family. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's it's why like I I'm yeah. Now that I'm getting this PC built, like yeah. I think I'd really just want to vibe and play more single player games though, like I, I, I yeah. To be fair I don't want to finish like the Halo Infinite campaign. I mean I've heard it's meh. Like I don't know. Uh, like the Skyrim as well. I really do want to mod that. Um, I'm probably gonna buy some of the Fallout games because I've never played them before. Weirdly, like yeah. Um, free in New Vegas are probably the ones you want to grab. Don't grab right, two yeah. and one because it's two four and worth one. Getting. Four is four. Honestly, mm. as far as it's a good four. Fallout Four is a good game. It's not a good fallout game right, <laughs> before yeah. I get crucified right it's not yeah. a good fallout game but it on its own if it was nothing to do with fallout I was like if it was like a, let's say they marketed it as like a separate RPG it would have worked yeah also yeah it was a good game in that sense but like mm. following on as a follow-up to New Vegas fallout 4 was a this most insulting yeah. pile of trash they could have thrown at you. They mm. redeemed it with the first DLC, right? And if you're getting Fallout 4, get it with the DLC, please. Mm. Don't get the right? base, right? Okay, good to know. Bar Harbor is... Holy shit. That is probably the best DLC Bethesda have ever created, hands down. Mm. I mean, we're talking and about Bethesda here. This back. is the company that literally sells Skyrim every, like, no, no, no. What, five like, years. This so. brings back Fallout New, Ve- like, Fallout New Vegas Lonesome Road vibes. That's how mm. good... Far Harbor is, right? It's mm. literally one of the best pieces of content they've ever put out. It brings back a lot of the RPG mechanics. It's very active in your decision making, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Whatever team worked on that the fucking DLC, hats off to you guys. You knocked it out of the fucking mm. park and you should you should get fucking promoted for that masterpiece. <laughs> I guess for me, though, like, because I've never really got into the Fallout lore personally, I guess it's something that I can it's immerse a, myself in different fantasy as well. Yeah. It's another trip, and yeah. there are... So, Fallout's very much about, you know, nuclear, like... Yeah. Armageddon. Uh, te- technology, right? Yeah. It's all about nuclear technology and, like, you know, technology stopped developing in the 60s due to their reliant on nuclear energy, right? Mm, yeah. But it's also got dark, like, Cthulhu magic under vibes. Aliens literally exist. <laughs> um, okay. Didn't know that, actually. They have, uh, so, um, one of the items you can get in uh, Fallout New Vegas is you mm. gain control of a orbital death weapon. Oh. <laughs> you could pull oh, no. down a death laser anywhere in the Mojave, but it only works in the Mojave Desert. In Fallout 3... Oh. If you make decisions, so technically, you gain control of an alien warship. Oh no! <laughs> so you can put a, you could like nuclear strike anywhere in the world if you wanted to. Oh, that sounds a lot more fun than four. Oh, my God! In Fallout Two, you've played how Fallout Four, Jake? I played a bit of it and I got bored. If you <laughs> in Fallout Two, you invade the last remnants of the U.S. Uh, Like the US government (laughs) on an oil rig. I've heard about this. You defeat a super mutant behemoth in a full Mark II power armor in single (laughs) combat. And then you blow it up. You blow up the entire oil rig. So this is single handedly defeat the US government. So what he's saying is Fallout is uh, law wise kind of wacky. 
Yeah. <laughs> Shit goes down. And every, right, protagonist, okay. every protagonist is fucking terrifying in their own right, way. Right, yeah. Even the sole survivor from 4 is a scary motherfucker. Mm. Oh, God. How did Fallout 4 conclude? Um, so, if... Spoilers, obviously. Well, you know. Ah, uh, uh, if you haven't seen the end, fuck you. You deserve to have it spoiled. Uh, <laughs> so, depending on what you side, several things happen. You see, if you side yeah. with the Institute, you don't destroy the last remnant of model te modern technology in the Commonwealth, aka the smart decision. Sure, bit of morally grey black ops going on, but hey, who hasn't done a little bit Oh, because of the Institute's like the last modern technology. To exist, if you side with the Brotherhood, mouth breathing morons, you blow it up. If you side <sighs> with the Minutemen, you blow it up. If you side right. with the Railroad, you blow it up. So it's you side with the Institute, pretty much. Side with the Institute, the, that's the best option, in my opinion. And your son becomes the leader of the Institute, right? Your son is the leader, and he confers it to you because your son is older than you due to cryogenic shenanigans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How did. Right. Nate and Nora How do they explain 20, that in Skyrim? Is no, no, Sky, not Skyrim. Fucking hell. Fallout 4. Like, you're, cause you're uh, the only survivor of that vault. Like, you're in stasis for longer. The Institute killed all the other survivors because they only needed the DNA of the parents. They would have kept your partner alive if Kellogg hadn't shot them. <laughs> oh. Oh. So, he didn't... Oh. So why yeah. one, wasn't the protagonist shot? That's what I'm wondering. A lot of theories for that. Right, yeah. I mean, this is Fallout. <laughs> I mean, um, the, 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 the most relevant theory that makes the most sense is that in case anything happened to the kid, they had a backup mm. for the samples they needed to create more sims. Because right. the reason yes. they need Sean mm. is because, you know, they use his blood, his pure blood for the sims. Ah, right. Because he's Synthetic, not a genetically yeah. mutated, he's not a genetically mutated, radioactive, like, degenerate like waste. human, yeah. Yeah, because he was put in cryostasis, and it's the same with you and, like, your partner, so... Yeah. God. <laughs> Fallout. I mean, isn't the whole... Yeah, the whole Fallout universe is just... Politicians are kind of fucking brain-dead, so let's uh, nuke the world several Adam, times over. Maybe little. <laughs> yeah. Um... Well, it's actually really in it's a bit, bit more than that, right? Because so mm. the European states all destroyed themselves in nuclear war before the American China war. So they've been oh. screwed they screwed themselves over while America was still subsisting. Right, you had all yeah. the war anchorage and stuff like that. You had Voltec mm. doing shenanigans fun. So Voltec yeah. are the ones who orchestrated the entire nuclear Armageddon when the China America war. So they it's like some off... Illuminati shit, is basically what yeah, they say. Yeah, yeah. Vault-Tec are the Giga Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was the Chinese who started um, with the... Uh, so mm. you find several Yangtze submarines across the games. You find one of them in Fallout 4 with several unlaunched nukes. Mm. The and captain's friendly them. to you. No, no, the captain's friendly to you and like asks you oh, for right. help. Because crewmates who are just other ghouls, basically. Like oh. he's dead chill about it, and he's and he didn't launch the nukes. He disobeyed orders not to do it. He's a nice right. guy. Mm. But like, well, it was already destroyed. It didn't really matter, right? <laughs> it's Fallout, though. Like, it's like a really dark universe. To be fair, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's full. It's full of weird and wacky shit as well. Though it's a fun universe. Brilliant. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. I mean, this is Bethesda on about. I I really immerse myself in Skyrim. So like. 
I'm pretty sure I will enjoy Fallout regardless. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you'll love New Vegas. You will love New Vegas with a passion. Is this the one Caesar's Legion? Legion. If you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell, oh. guys. <laughs> if you could get into the fucking, uh, if you can get into the gameplay, mm. Vegas is incredibly fun. Mm. Oh man, like. And like story-wise, it's literally unmatched as far as Fallout games go. Mm. Two story is more like it's a bit less serious. Yeah. Uh Free is very just hero's journey, which yeah. I mean, I guess, but it's kind of boring. Mm. Come on, California, yeah. California Fallout One California. is also hero's journey as well. So, mm. eh. uh, New Vegas, you can literally do whatever the fuck you want. Although I will say, so it's Frey, kind of sandboxy can... as well. In Fallout Free, you can sell children as slaves, which is oh. fucking based. <laughs> 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 no context, no context. Oh, no dear. context, that's fucking based in a video game. Selling <laughs> child slaves in a video game is based. You're having a, you're having a Hassan and Arby moment. You know, America deserved 9 11 in a video game, yeah. <laughs> you can, you can uh, blow up Megaton, which is the main city. You could just blow oh. up the entire city, and when your dad, your dad asks you about it, you could just go, "Oh, haha, yeah, Megaton. That wasn't <laughs> anything to do with me." <laughs> Let me get to figure it out. Idol maniac. He doesn't. He fucking dies before he has any time to do anything. Oh. <laughs> In Fallout New Vegas, uh, the courier that you play as. Delivered, uh, delivered something that was used to deploy a nuclear weapon on one of the cities you visit. Oh, nice! This is the you game with that nuke above the city, and you can launch it, and then you go back, and all the people like. That's Megaton. Oh, Megaton. right, it's Megaton. Yeah. Right. That's Megaton of all that free. Kill them all. Oh, right. In New Vegas, it's not quite like you're. A, you don't quite kill them all, but like you, you can do uh. a lot of. What do you mean? I look beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah. Oh. I mean, like, Fallout 4 does have quite a few cool quests as well. On the yeah. Internet, right? Like the, uh, fucking, uh, fuck, uh, the, like, you know when you get hired by that guy who tells you to go to Cabot House or whatever? The Cabot House quest line is fucking great. Mm. Um, there's a quest where, um, a bunch of gunners stole a Deathclaw egg. And the death clause yeah. mum is very unhappy, and uh, she like kills them all. And if you give the egg back to the death claw, not only is the death claw death claw friendly, oh. she gives you the death claw gauntlet. Oh. Yeah, she like treats like treats you like one of her own. It's actually really cute. So, Fallout wacky Cthulhu crap uh, on top of aliens. Mothman is real. Mothman is real in, in Fallout. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Mothman is real. That is all Where's I wanted. What's the source to... material for Fallout? Was it? Did it start with some books, or is it I just the games? I think Fallout is exclusively games. Right, but I Skyrim believe... is actually based on like books, right? Yeah. The Elder, Elder Scrolls, Scrolls universe yeah. is based on quite a few books. Yes. Yeah. The Daedric Princess. <laughs> yeah. Man, we've just hit an hour. <laughs> yeah, I think we yeah. can leave it at that. To be honest. So yeah, I get we're back. I guess. Um, yeah, you can enjoy me rambling about yeah. a video game lore. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do we... Th got, yeah. Anyway, I guess we can wrap it there, yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. So we're all signing off, I guess. So, yeah. Good episode to get back. It's just disappointing one of our main hosts weren't here. Because it would have been more interesting. Us. Yeah. <laughs>
Hope you've uh, missed our pubescent, disgusting voices. So, yeah. Hell yeah. And with that, we'll see you guys later. Peace. See ya. Bye. Bye-bye.